Well, hello, and welcome back to another Unbothered Blondes podcast episode. We are going to be continuing with our mini series with all of the PowerFit Empowerment Coaches. Today, we're going to have Cheyenne Claxton on with us, so I'm so excited for you to get to hear about her journey, her coaching style, and all the ways that she's helped a lot of her small group members. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let Cheyenne introduce herself. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really, really excited to chat and just kind of share a little bit of, a little bit more about myself. Um, I am originally from Van Alstine, Texas, um, which I think is so, I don't know, funny, ironic, however you want to put it, but how myself and then two of the other coaches were all from the same hometown, um, Tracy and Lori. And so I grew up there. Um, but I recently just moved to Oklahoma. So my husband and my four-year-old, soon to be five, which is crazy, year old son, <laughs> um, we live in a really small town, Chattanooga, Oklahoma. Um, I didn't even know that was a, a town in Oklahoma until I moved here. Uh, but it has just been the biggest blessing of our lives. We moved, um, we did all the stuff in the midst of COVID, <laughs> getting everything settled. So that was <laughs> Oh, a learning experience, but God definitely led us exactly where we needed to be. Um, and it was a really good move for our business, which is what um, we do primarily. Um, it's a stalker yearling cattle business. So for most people listening, they may have no idea what I'm talking about. So when I talk to people who don't really know what that means, we we get cattle in um, buy them at a certain price and then they are pre-sold out, um, by weight, by date. It kind of, there's just a lot of factors that go into it, but we feed them, take care of them. Um, and there's all kinds of different things that go in. I could probably bore, bore people <laughs> with details for a long time. Um, but we are really blessed. We get to work together and we love it next year. I don't, we're going to be a little bit lost because Randon, my son, he'll go to um, preschool. And so uh, we'll miss having him help and kind of boss us around (laughs) (laughs) telling us what to do. Um, But so is the rest of your family still in Texas? Yes. Um, So my, my mom and dad um, were in Van Alstine and they just recently moved um, just outside of Decatur, Sunset, Texas. They're about an hour and a half from us. And then Rex's family is still in Celeste, Texas, which is where we were at. Um, that's where he grew up at. And we lived there whenever we got married. Um, so they're about three hours. So we're not too, too far away. Um, so but, what's the difference of living in Oklahoma versus Texas from your whole life? Uh, well, the, what's funny is we are just about 45 minutes from Wichita Falls, Texas. And okay. I, um, so we're not too terribly far, but if, you know, anything about Texas, every part of it is so different. <laughs> right. And, um, where we are at in Oklahoma and even I would feel like Wichita Falls in that area, it's a lot more flat. Um, and the, one of the biggest differences is the soil, like where we are at, it's more sandy. And when we were back in Celeste, it was like a black mud kind of gumbo, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So getting out in that every single day to go feed or, you know, all the things just created um, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the wind blows a lot uh, and there's no trees. So <laughs> nothing to catch it. <laughs> yeah, you better get ready. Um, 
I feel like that where we're at, it's, it's a much slower paced area. I don't know. It's like things are still, you know, everything is still going on in the world around, but it's a much smaller community. So sometimes it feels like everything's just a lot slower, um, slower paced. And that's um, a nice break. Yes, it really is. And where we were at in Celeste, um, we're not very far from, you know, McKinney and even Dallas. And most people are wanting to get away from the city, but still have like that kind of country feel. So Uh it was a lots of people are moving over that area, over to that area. Probably, Um, especially through COVID. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So well, tell us what was life like before PowerFit? Right. So um, growing up, I was all I was involved um, in gymnastics when I was really little. And then I played sports through middle school and high school and was very involved in rodeo. Um, And I would say as far as like school sports go, basketball was definitely my favorite sport. I ran track and kind of was forced into cross country, (laughs) Um, but I did it. Um, And I had a lot of success with rodeo and was fortunate enough fortunate enough to go to um, college on a rodeo scholarship. I went to Vernon College and then Tarleton State University. And when I graduated, I my degree is in kinesiology. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but both of my parents were school teachers. They're retired now. And so I knew that that was something that I was familiar with and I could do. And I really enjoy, you know, teaching, coaching, and helping others. So I got a degree um, or I got a job right out of, um, right after graduating to, um, teaching and coaching in Anna, Texas, which is like five minutes from my hometown in Van Alstine. And, um, I really wasn't very active as far as working out. I mean, other than school sports, but then whenever I kind of involved into college, I mean, I was active with rodeo, but not necessarily like going, going to the gym, you know, every single day at all until I was in my senior year of college. And I remember taking a um, class with one of my professors and I did it mainly because I got brownie points with her um, (laughs) and her class was really hard, but that class really sparked my interest and love for fitness. But what's funny now looking back at it, I was very intimidated by, um, by like lifting weights, not necessarily intimidated by doing it, but just like being in the gym atmosphere. Uh And, um, so as I was, you know, getting ready to teach and to coach, I was like, I need to try to figure out a way to get back into that because I took a spin class with this professor and we did yoga and I loved all of that. Finding the time to work out, you know, with a new job and a coaching schedule was, was kind of difficult. And they started a class, a workout program called P31 Fitness. Um, and it was based around, I believe it's still going on, um, based around Proverbs 31 in the Bible. And Love it was that. at 5 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, this this will be good. I'm not really excited about the 5 a.m. part, but this, you know, great. And so I started going to these classes. Um, and the lady who was teaching the class, she oh, was probably two or three weeks in. She approached me and she said, hey, I've been watching you. And I wanted to know if you would be interested in leading, you know, some of these classes. I said, well, I guess, yeah, I've never, you know, I've never really even thought of that. She was driving like about 30 minutes away and started at 5 a.m. So that meant she had to leave her class, her house, you know, at like four. 
and I was living in the town where we had the classes. So um, that right there really continued to just, I guess, light a fire. You know, it fueled my fire of getting more involved in physical fitness. And um, so I started to teach the classes and I thought, I can't remember exactly. I think I started, oh, it was either 2012 or 2013, but um, I taught those until around 2016. We I got married in 2014 and then we moved, I'm trying to think what year it was, 2016, I guess. We moved to Sulphur Spring, Texas for just like a hot second and realized that that's not where we needed, we didn't need to be right there. And uh, in that time, I actually purchased a franchise with them. So I was a franchise owner Oh wow, yeah. for just like a hot second. But then (laughs) when we realized that we weren't going to be living there anymore, I didn't really have, you know any reason to be a franchise owner of this fitness company where I wasn't even living at was, um, not like power fit, not, you know, virtually based, um, in, they were in class, you know, right. Um, in person classes. Um, but I really just, I loved, I loved working out with all the women and I loved the motto that they stood for. And I feel like it has really helped me, and my journey as an empowerment coach now, because they stood firm on the motto of that's the power of four. Um, so your physical health is obviously very important, but then also your mental, your emotional, and then your spiritual health. And it's kind of like a table, you know, if you're rocking it at the gym, but emotionally, you know, you're just really unstable, then the table's going to be off balance. So so anywho, I continued to lead those classes until um, we moved back to Celeste in 2016 and found out I was pregnant. And um, I would love to say that I consistently worked out, but I was so sick for the whole first trimester. Um, I joke that I'm surprised Brandon didn't come out like looking like a pizza or Lucky Charms because <laughs> I could, I ate whatever I could. That was what sounded good and that's what stayed down. So um, once I finally kind of got that under control and my energy was back, um, I did what I could workout wise, um, but I just wasn't very consistent. I did a lot of walking and I did some lifting just with like dumbbells and things that I had had from doing the classes. And, um, after having him, I went back to teaching school there in Celeste where we were at. And some of the ladies wanted to get, um, the P31 classes going again. And I was like, yeah, this will be perfect. This will be good. Um, but just kind of through the course of time, nobody wanted to come up and get up early to do it, mm-hmm. which was honestly the best time to do it because we tried to do it in the afternoons. And then there would always be a meeting or, you know, your kid has this and it just, it just sounds good in theory, but it just didn't work out. So those kind of fizzled out. And, um, I realized that I needed something to be doing and working out, um, and at home. And that's one of the things that has attracted me always to power fit is that we do have the home option because where I live now and where I to live I was 30 minutes from a gym well you know driving 30 minutes there get shut in 30 minutes back it's just not process yeah exactly exactly so 
um, I um, stopped teaching school to help with, at the time we had a greenhouse business on top of all of our cattle stuff that we were partnering with my father-in-law and we needed help there. So I reached out to my friend um, who is a personal certified personal trainer and she was really involved into Beachbody. And I thought this will be perfect. Like they have all the at-home stuff. And I really did enjoy those workouts. But now looking back, I just wasn't very consistent and I wasn't very strong mentally then. So anytime any little thing kind of like came into my path, I'd be like, oh, that's okay. I'm not going to do it today. (laughs) Or, you know, I just couldn't create that pattern of consistency. Mm -hmm. And um, I will never forget, like I have followed you since the Southern Jewels days, I've had many mutual friends who would always share different things. And um, I had just bought my beach body membership. And when did PowerFit officially start? I was trying to think. January 14th, 2019. So we've been in business just a little over three years now. Okay. That would be, yes, because I would have purchased my beach body membership. I think I got it like in November and so then like, y'all launched it. So I'd remember, I remember always watching your stories and seeing like you talk about it and all that. <laughs> I will never forget. I had just put Randa down for a nap and I just, you know, and maybe it had been like a month before or whatever, but it hadn't been very long. I had just purchased the yearly membership with the beach body and I was watching your stories and I put him down for a nap and I went and got my cheesy jalapeno Cheetos and a big Dr. Pepper. And I was like laying in my bed, just scrolling and eating my <laughs> And like, you were so excited. You were outside of your gym with your, um, you're probably thinking I'm crazy that I can't remember all this, but no, I love it. I love it. Um, like one of your unicorn backpacks uh-huh. and you were like, I'm so excited. We're going to be doing this. And I'm going in here. I'm da-da-da-da. And I'm like shoveling my face with the Cheetos and drinking Dr. Pepper. And I'm like, you girl, that is so good. <laughs> and like, I really need to get up and do something, but I'm, I'm not. And, um, so I went ahead and I, I was doing Beachbody and was, like I said, consistently, but yet inconsistent all at the same time. And mm-hmm. kind of in the back of my mind, I was like, I really want to try this workout because it looks good. It looks appealing. There's at home, but I just purchased this. So I'm going to give it a go, you know, because I can't, I can't get that money back. Um, so I did sign up for PowerFit um, September 30th, 2019, I think was my first um, day of officially signing up. And my sole focus when I signed up for it was just to simply finish a program and to be consistent because I had felt like I'd been on such a roller coaster of like I'd start something and then I wouldn't finish it all the way. Like I remember with the Beachbody program, it was the 80 day obsession, I think. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Well, I get to like day 45 and then I would just, something would happen and then I'd have to start over. And I just wanted to stop um, giving up on myself. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. And my, I had no intentions of worrying about anything nutritionally. Um, Mainly, I think that was another, I was always like an all in or all out kind of person with nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going to eat healthy, I'm like, I'm going to just do it all and not have anything else. Well, then we all know how that works. <laughs> then if you have a cookie, you're like, well, I might as well just eat a dozen. I've broke. Yes, broke the <laughs> ex- exactly. 
And um, I will say one thing that I do think helped me along the way in really being successful with PowerFit is my, my, not failures, but my inconsistency that I had before I came to it because I kind of knew where I was lacking and like what I didn't want to repeat again. Mm-hmm. And when I was one thing also, I think helped me, my sister got married in uh, September and I really wanted to be in better shape for her wedding. Um, and so of course I thought I'm going to start here in July and really get going. <laughs> this is before I purchased my, I'm going to give myself room. six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, I don't know why, but it was a random day. It was July 23rd. I remember because this is the day that I just finally drew the line in the sand. In the sand. I had been an avid Dr. Pepper drinker, and I've shared this like on my Instagram several times. I know. I had it written down to ask you about okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like doing what I did, and I just remember it was, it was in the middle of the day, and it was super hot. I mean, it's it, July in Texas, and I was like, I'm going to go and run. And I'd always been one of those people where if I hadn't worked out in a long time, that's what I was going to do to get myself back in the swing of things. I was going to go run. That always, you know, helped. I would sweat. I would feel better. Well, I had eaten complete trash all day long. I bet I had two or three Dr. Peppers, just junk food, nothing nutritious for my body. And um, I was going to run down a road and back, which is about two miles. And I got down and I got about halfway back and I literally thought I was going to throw up. And I had never felt like that before. And I finally had this aha moment that like, hey, girl, you can't keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Like, you can't feel your body, you know, you've never felt this way before. And I actually just shared this exact thing with my group today, my um, small group, is, you know, sometimes it takes you getting to like, just being totally fed up with yourself Mm -hmm. and feeling awful to realize that like, you don't want to feel that way anymore. And you've got to just draw the line in the sand. And so for me that day, it was like, you no more Dr. Peppers. <laughs> and I, I say this jokingly, um, they were like my gateway drug, if you will. <laughs> like if I had a bad day, I Dr. Would Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And it just led to the downfall of everything else. Like if I said I was going to do X, Y, and Z or anything, I would just give up on myself and I gave up on myself so easily. So that day, um, that's a big day for me, (laughs) July 23rd, because, um, I haven't had one since. And I had tried so many. So you, you quit like completely cold Turkey. Yeah. The day I I knew it was like 95%, but I guess I didn't realize that you truly have never even had one since then. No. And I will say I have had like some Coke zeros from time to time when like it was really getting bad, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I, what I, I made my own self, um, a handy dandy little tracking chart. I felt like a a toddler. I put it on the refrigerator (laughs) and visual um, learner. (laughs) Yep. That is me for sure. The teacher coming out in me. And, um, I just took a highlighter and a pen and I stocked my refrigerator full of sparkling water because I, I found out that it wasn't necessarily even the Dr. Pepper taste. It was just the carbonation. Carbonation. um, That I really craved. And so I used 
I love the true lemon. There are packets you can mix in. And um, yeah, so that was a really pivotal moment, I feel like. I bet that was very empowering, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it kind of went back to the whole thing of being consistent. And I had just constantly like given up on myself. I had tried many times in my past. And Rex, my husband, he'll always joke with me because he very rarely, he doesn't drink sodas or anything. And I'll say, oh, I just went with Dr. Pepper. And he's like, I just like water. You know, I really just like water. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank you. So he he was really helpful too because I was like, look, I, I'm done. Like, yeah, you it's not like me. he was still drinking a Dr. Pepper four or five a day while you're. Exactly. Yeah. So that, you know, I did the Dr. Pepper, quitting the Dr. Pepper. And then when I signed up, so October 1st was initially my first power fit, um, workout. And I started with strength 1.0 and I watched the macro video and, um, I was interested in it, but I knew myself well enough that I'm like a one thing at a time kind of girl. I love hearing that too. Like it doesn't have to be all in from the beginning to overwhelm. Yes. And I share that so much to anybody who comes in my group and just on my Instagram, because I feel like you've got to create victories for yourself. And I knew myself well enough that if I was going to like go all in and get all the food, which not to say that, and I tell that like not to say that that's a bad thing. If you are great at that, then go for it. But right. I knew myself well enough that that wasn't going to work. Um, you were like, okay, I, I gave up Dr. Pepper. Now I need <laughs> to do one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so um, it was the strength 1.0. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I know myself. I know if I finish this program, then I will have started to create a habit. And that's how fitness used to be in my life. Whenever I was in charge of teaching the P31 classes, you know, I was the one in charge. Like I had to be there. I was first, I was getting paid for it, but you know, they relied on me to be there. And I didn't really have that. um, I didn't really have anybody there holding me accountable anymore. It was just me. And one thing that I really loved, um, because I'd always watched the Power Fit stories, and I would see people's things to be reposted. And um, at the time, you know, y'all didn't have empowerment coaching groups yet. But I told myself, I was like, I'm going to share something on my story every single day. Because number one, my people who, anybody who watches my stories will see it. And in my mind, you know, I'm thinking like, my own accountability. Yeah, that's my own. And I knew that power fit things that you shared when you tagged them. And I was like, that will just give me, you know, more motivation and knowing that somebody else is seeing it and like, quote unquote, you know, cheering me on. Right. Um, and so then the influencer application opened up, I think it was like late November. So I applied and was chosen for that. And then like late December or January is whenever the coaching. The first ever coaching thing was that December. Yeah, the first ever one. And I just, when it happened, I it was funny because I saw the notification, but I don't think I really realized what it was because I just got put into the group. And I was like, what? And then I read it again and I thought, oh my goodness, this is this is just perfect because everything I feel like I've done in my past really, um, 
have had helped me, you know, and had prepared me for exactly what it what the description was, you know. Yeah, I remember you reaching out and I loved your perspective and mindset of like this is like its own business for me. And I was this franchisee owner in this fitness thing that then didn't work out. So it was like this can fill that void. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, I loved um I loved that program and I loved all that it did and helped me with and um inspired me to do, but it just wasn't able to work out, you know, where I was, um, just the time. And so it was just, God's timing was definitely, I feel like definitely perfect. Um, so I was really, really just thankful for the timing of it all. So you started your first workout influencer coach, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was like, <laughs> yes, it was like, I watched from the sidelines for like a whole year and then it was like, okay, the dominoes just all fell like, <laughs> um, yeah, really, really fast. And, um, so it was really, it has been, um, just such a, such a good journey. I have enjoyed so tell me, tell me some feel good stories. I feel like listeners always love that from you becoming a coach and it could be within yourself, within your members, of you know, one very special member, anything. Yeah. I feel like for me personally, being a coach, it, it has helped me to grow and to educate my own self in ways that I probably never would have ever. Um, I feel like with physical fitness, I've always kind of known what to do, or, you know, you can go and watch a video or, or, do whatever with that. And you have a kinesiology degree. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of, I had, but I joke about, not joke, this is slightly (laughs) embarrassing, (laughs) but with my kinesiology degree, I didn't really take any time to dive into nutrition or any of that. So Mm. I didn't have a clue about macronutrients, like literally a clue. I'm sure it was covered. I guarantee you it was, (laughs) (laughs) but I did not. So I love how PowerFit has allowed me to learn, you know, about that and then help others. Oh, here's what I'll share about others. I can share about my dad. Aww. Um, so it, it, to me, the nutritional side of it, it just has made it so simple. And then it was always such just a hassle to me because I was always like, what do I eat? How much do I eat? When do I eat? I don't understand. Like, I just wanted someone to prepare it all for me and say, here it is, eat it. And that's, it can't work like that. I mean, it can, but you don't ever learn. Right. And that to me is where the magic happens is when you learn it for yourself, nobody can take that away from you. You're in control. Yeah. It's almost like you, you become in control of it. Exactly. And so, um, my dad has always, his weight has kind of like always fluctuated and he would be all in with something or like all out with something. And I feel like with macronutrients, it's been such a, it's a really easy way to realize that you don't have to eliminate everything. You can eat those things that you like and want and ice cream and chips and, you know, and still feel good and lose weight if that's your goal or maybe put on weight, whatever it is. And so I've shared, um, it's on my Instagram and thanks to my mom too, because my mom definitely helped him. (laughs) She was preparing all the food and I don't know the exact amount, but he lost 
lots of weight, um, basically from tracking macros. He had been, um, he's a retired ag teacher and then worked out on the pipeline. And he kept telling me, okay, when I come home from the pipeline, I'll sit down and listen. You can explain it all to me, you and your mom. I know y'all are going to do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yes, we are, because I guarantee you, you can do this. I'm like, it's not, this is going to take a little bit of learning. And um, he was very open-minded and he um, lost the weight. And then to me, the coolest thing is, is he's been able to keep the weight off. And he is not someone who goes and works out at the gym. He's out like working, you know, outside. And so that's what he always tells us. This is my workout. I'm lifting and carrying, you know. Yeah. Um, which is, it's just, I'm like, okay, it's just a different kind of workout. But you're right. You are working out. Um, so that's been really cool to see him just transform into his healthiest self. Um, and he was having to sleep with, um, is it a CPAP? Do you sleep with at night? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't sleep with that anymore. Um, he's just had a lot of really good, um, good things come, you know, from losing. And what a positive influence you got to be on that. That has to be so special for both of you. Yes, definitely. And I will say like one, um, recently, a really good thing coming from one of my members, we were just talking about creating, um, creating small wins and like small victories. So I took an idea from one of the other coaches, Brooke, she um, shared about having her members reach out to her on a certain day. And um, this is really corny, but we called our, I called ours the hump day holla. So on Wednesdays, okay. on hump day, <laughs> you got to at me. <laughs> they, you know, they holler at me. And um, I was talking with one of them and she's been in my group for quite a while. And she was like, honestly, um, I'm just struggling. Like there's nothing has been going good. She was like, I'm not feeling good about anything at all. I haven't been consistent. And so through the course of our conversation, she, um, I just encouraged her, you know, I said, it's okay if it doesn't look picture perfect all the time. I was like, if you have to mix and match something because she was dealing with an injury. And I said, you create a small victory along the way. And so after our conversation, it was um, cool. It's always good and cool to see other people feel better after Uh you have talked to them. And she was like, thank you so much. You know, I, um, she just felt a lot better after our conversation and sometimes and, um, that's all you need is someone to listen who understands. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told them in our, um, and my purpose of, you know, them reaching out. To- sometimes it is really helpful when you just say the things that are going on in your brain out loud or even writing them down in a text or like on a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, okay, maybe. I'm making an excuse for this, you know, like you can kind of catch yourself in black and white. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I love um, that. So tell me more kind of about your coaching style. You know, some people just want like the cheerleader that cheers them on no matter what. Some people want someone that's going to kind of get on their ass a little bit. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm kind of, I try to be a mixture of both. I try to see what they want in individually, you know, because everybody is different. I, 
I was the type of little girl growing up where like you could look at me wrong and I would cry and <laughs> so Feel like I knew you were wrong. Meant, yeah. Yeah, knew you meant business. Um, but I also am a firm believer that like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So like I'm gonna empower you, I'm gonna get excited, I'm gonna go live in my group and share different things, but at the end of the day, it is you who has to put the work in. You know, you've got to make up and make that decision. And I use that analogy of drawing the line in the sand because I refer back to my Dr. Pepper moment, but I'm like, mm-hmm. you just have to, you have to do it and you have to believe in yourself that you can do it. Um, because that is more than half the battle <laughs> is believing in yourself and not giving a crap what anybody else thinks or anybody else says, because there's always going to be people who don't agree with what you're doing and why you're doing it. And, um, I, I don't remember when exactly I decided this, but I was kind of wanting to give our group a name or like a theme. And, um, I finally decided, I'm going to say it was like maybe in the summertime of naming our group, the shine squad, because, um, for several reasons, my, one of my really good friends all the way from elementary on up. Her um, daughter, when she was really little, she could not say Cheyenne. And so she called me Shiny. And that has kind of just stuck. So now both of my nephews, well, the one he's not talking yet, but the one they call me Aunt Shiny. And um, one of my favorite Bible verses is Matthew 5, 14 and 16. And it talks about like the light on, you know, on the hill and not being hidden. And I just love everything about that. And so this is definitely probably the teacher coming out of me, but I created an acronym for it. So it's for shine and strength, help, strength and help, inspire. And the N is for like nutrition or nurture and E is for empower. And I love that. I feel like, I don't know when, when we all just shine, you know, when you shine your light, when you're smiling and when you're excited about stuff, it just continually carries over to other people. And I think that's what I try to do the best for them. And I also want to show them though, the real, real. And I try to do that the very best I can in the group to let them know that like, it's not always shiny all the time, (laughs) you know, right. You, you have to create your own light and you've got to um, figure out a way to do that on the days when you don't feel like it. Um, people are always watching whether or not they say anything at all they are always watching everything always (laughs) and uh you never know you never know whenever you choosing to shine your light you know whether it be through something you commented something you said I don't know all the things how it can help somebody else out and, and maybe it can also change somebody else's attitude that maybe isn't so good. <laughs> it's maybe I negative towards you, you know, just you know, in person, just smiling versus yeah. frowning can just mm-hmm. like enhance the mood of those around you or like the environment you're in. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, so tell me, I feel like the, the million dollar question we always get is, you know, motivation. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> how do you, how do you help people who come to you? you know, struggling for motivation? Mm -hmm. Well, everyone will probably have, you know, the same answer though. Like you're not always going to be motivated. You are not always going to feel like it. And I think that's the biggest 
factor that can be helpful is when you realize that up front, that like there are going to be days when you don't feel like it and it's okay. It's okay to feel like that. You know, when you start off and I feel like, especially at the beginning of the year, like January, it's kind of like a honeymoon phase, you know, cause you're excited. Mm-hmm. You've got, it's the new year. And then it kind of starts maybe to wear, wear off. Uh-huh. And when you can create a habit and make your daily workout and make your daily food part of your everyday life, I feel like that's when the magic really, really starts to happen. It's like you just hit that sweet spot. And I think the one of the biggest things that helps me with motivation, I loved the podcast about the manifestation. And like yeah, yes. And so I don't want to say that I manifest like failure, but I think to myself, okay, how am I going to feel if I don't go get my workout in or how am I going to feel if I, you know, said I was going to have X, Y, and Z to eat that was going to fuel my body. How am I going to feel if I choose not to have that right now? And it's almost like visualizing the failure that would happen. And not necessarily. I like that. That's different. You know, It's not failure. That's kind of a harsh word to put for it. But But it's like, I feel like people are like, well, how much better will I feel if I actually do this versus you're like, okay, what if I give in and don't do this? Then what? Yes. And because I know myself and I know that I don't like that feeling. So I kind of think, I mean, don't stay there forever. You know, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to give up on myself. And I know that if I, today's one of those days where I'm not feeling it, then how am I going to feel if I don't do it? (laughs) You know? versus then I'm going to say, well, I'm going to feel a whole lot better if I get up and I go do it. And I'm not going to feel like beat myself up, so to speak. Um, because you've got to be a woman of your word at the end of the day. And I think in fact, I keep bringing up the Dr. Pepper thing, but that is what I think too all the time is like, if I say I'm going to do something, then I need to, then I'm, then I need to do it. Because if you continually give up on yourself, then you're never giving yourself a fighting chance. And um, Well, and it's probably like, how do I expect people to believe me if I don't believe what I tell myself? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's just, I don't know. You're not like, you're not always going to be motivated. And I was thinking back to when I first started PowerFit, I did not miss a workout. I mean, with the exception of a few days. Um of being sick, but really once I started all the way until we moved up here in October um, of 2020. And when we got up here, it was just very, it was a different transition. We were living in a travel trailer while our house was being remodeled. And so my motivation to get going was not always there because I didn't have my workout set up. It was harder. Yeah. it, It was way harder. So for about two weeks, I, didn't work out. And, um, it was just off and on. And I would find a excuse rather than a reason. And that's one of the things I share to the girls with the the group. If they're not feeling it, I'll say, okay, well, you know, what excuse are you making? And I've had some of them write it down, you know, put your excuse on the left side of the paper and then think of a reason that you should do it. And, um, Gosh, calling someone out on their excuses. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I kind of one day, this is definitely being more blunt and forward, but I 
I said, you know, I want y'all to tell me your excuses. Like, why are you not doing what it is that you said you were going to do? And then I'm going to give you a reason as to why, or I want you to come up with a reason why. Um, Cause sometimes you just got to get real with it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. You got to. Sometimes it's not always pretty and you don't want to. It's not, it's not. And I've always done every workout from home. I've accumulated more gym like equipment um, since moving up here to Oklahoma. But um, when we first moved up here, I didn't have anything set up and my motivation was just really low because I didn't have a good spot to go work out in. And that's all I'll share with the girls too, is look at your environment. If you're working for, if you're working out from home, like how does your space make you feel like, um, you know, is it clean and organized or are you just like having to scramble every time that you go to work out? Like when it becomes a routine, um, like just like your hair appointment or your nail appointment or your doctor's appointment, you know, you don't cancel those. Like they, um, they charge you. I know. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, think of your workout appointment. It's, it's an appointment. And if you have to do something, you know, to hold yourself accountable, um, dangle the carrot in front of you, you know, um, to where you have something that you're working for. But when I got my space all kind of set up, I just remember one day I was like, I have got to do something different. I've got to get a space set up. And I've, so we have a really big shop out here and I cleaned out a corner in it and moved my stuff over there. And it was just like, ah, okay. I have my space. It feels good. I bet you're going from living in a travel trailer while your house is being renovated, which renovation is a mess (laughs) and having no space to finally having a space. I bet you just wanted to open your hands up and breathe. Yes, it was. It was. It was wonderful. (laughs) I like that. I hope that, you know, maybe a listener out there evaluates the space or the environment they're putting themselves in because home workouts aren't bad, but you also, I feel like if you work from home, you probably don't need to work out in your office where it can just consume you with work and you're not trying to focus on your workout or, you know, maybe it's your kids are climbing all over you and not allowing Mm -hmm. that. So maybe it's that's some time with dad or something Mm -hmm. else or time with each other or after they go to bed or before they wake up, whatever it is to really have the you time. Yes, definitely. And I've even told them, you know, if get a cute outfit on, like get something that makes you feel good, find you a really good playlist or a podcast or something to listen to that just kind of gets you going. Um, and I love that you brought up about like with your kids, because that Randon worked out with me. Really? I mean, he still is out there with me. He's older now, so he'll kind of wander around and do his own stuff. But I remember there were times where I would feel guilty when I first went, not necessarily with power fit. Cause I'd kind of made up my mind that like, this is what I was doing, but I felt like, Oh, it's like, this is time away from him time with him and shifting that mindset to thinking like, no, this is, this is me taking time for myself to be a better me. And so there were times, you know, that he was climbing all over me or I'd have to stop 15 times and be like, don't touch this. Don't do that. You or you're know, like, it's... okay, well, you're my weight right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but then there's other times where I feel like, like you said, you've got to have your me time. And so you can just schedule it to where you're like, I need to do this by myself right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Really... And some days you just maybe aren't in that good of mood and you're like, I don't want to do my workout with the child hanging yes. off of me. Definitely. Yeah. That's, um, definitely 
something to, to consider because I feel like every day is different, you know, and um, you just got to do, got to do what works best for you. Absolutely. Well, do you have anything else you want to add um, before we kind of start to wrap up this episode? I can't think of anything. Um, I feel like you shared so much, um, you know, so many different tidbits, especially the Dr. Pepper thing. Like you just <laughs> like did it, made a promise to yourself. And then look at all the wonderful things that started to happen just a couple months after. Yes. You know, I, I yep. love that alone. Yep. So I really I, think that'll be positive for the listeners to listen to. Um, yes. And if y'all are listening and you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to screenshot, share it, tag us. Um, we're always interested to hear your reviews, um, things you're wanting to hear more of, things that maybe helped you, um, and different things like that. That way we know that we're going in the right direction with putting all the effort together that we do in this podcast. So we want to go ahead and thank Cheyenne for sharing her time with us and so much about her journey that she, you know, has learned herself along the way and then been able to help encourage others. So I guess if that's it, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. All right. Thank you, Randa. All right. Bye, Cheyenne. Thank you all for listening. Bye.